we're live are we live okay awesome so today we are it's weird because we've never done this before in this format but i'm really i'm really excited to do this please let us know on instagram if you can hear us if the sound for some reason cuts out let us know so we could fix it um and on facebook you have no mic so you're probably going to sound like a lot of echo but that's okay um you have to deal with it right now i'm sorry um but right now i'm with pastor tony um he's my mentor he's basically taught me how to do everything except walk um and um he's just been such a big blessing to me and today i've asked him to join our instagram live we we haven't done Instagram Live for a while or Facebook Live um, on Fridays, but we wanted to do something a little different because um, just of everything that's going on right now um, with the protests, uh, the the rioting, and more importantly, I think just like the loss of life um, that we've seen over the last week, weeks really. Um, and we wanted to just have a conversation uh, about this, especially for um, all the young believers that we have on our platforms on Instagram and Facebook. And I thought it was really important, really, uh, it would be really beneficial to just talk to Pastor Tony, which has more experience than I ever, um, I have. <laughs> and um, I'm also much older than you. That, 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 <laughs> that counts <laughs> for something. <laughs> that's very true. Um, and so, yeah, so we just wanted to talk a little bit. How are you doing, Pastor Tony? Good, I'm good. I'm doing good. Um, just feeling like most of you, um, you know, heaviness in, in my spirit. And um, you know, just uh, thinking about what's what's happening and, and praying for the whole situation. Uh, so I'm I'm glad that we're here. Yeah. Uh, you know, discussing these things. I would like to say, you know, immediately the first thing that um, we are entering this conversation with a sense of humility. Yeah. And more than uh, than coming to teach anything, I think the idea would be, for me at least, to come and learn you know, from from others, uh, from other people, their their perspective on what is happening. And I know that is it's kind of difficult because we're, you know, we're live and maybe there isn't a lot of interaction. But, you know, that, that sense of humility that, you know, I'm not a, a, a native born, you mm-hmm. know, I wasn't born in the U.S. I've been here for 15 years. Um, so it, some things are, are different for me. But of course, I understand, um, you know, the... Um, the, the gravity of uh, the moment and and also I, I see this as an opportunity for 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 sustainable change mm-hmm. and so let's let's enter with with some humility and 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 just talk about some of those things yeah yeah that's awesome um, one of the first things because I, I just had a heavy heart and we've been talking about this uh, for the last week I think um, and you know I think one of the most important things w- when COVID-19 happened I think that was huge for our church because I felt like we started getting this rhythm. We we had this rhythm going. Um, the church, uh, well, the neighborhood, we started entering this space of like being able to interact with the kids in the neighborhood. Yeah. And it was just like this beautiful thing. And then all of a sudden that just stops. Yeah. And then we have to learn how to be the church without coming to a building and kind of disrupting the rhythm of, the, of that, right? Um and then on top of that, now we're starting to get the rhythm of online church. Right. And then it's like, oh, yeah, okay, we have this rhythm. We have this kind of, um, you know, thing going for us. And then, boom, this happens. Right. Um, and I'm not trying to sound like it's an inconvenience. It's not. I'm not saying that. Um, but what I am saying is is that we need to still operate as the church when all of these things are happening. So right. I guess what, what I'm trying to say, my question to you, and this is something that's been on my mind, how as the church 
should we be operating right now in response to everything that's happening in the news? Right, that's a great question. And, and the reality is uh, COVID-19 forced, forced us as a church to, um, to, uh, to look into our practices, particularly mm. our worship services and yeah. you know the practices in our worship services and at some point we realized most of us that a lot of the things that we were doing were not necessarily the best practices and we were so eager to come back and you know reframe our ministries to be more holistic mm. and and better you know and more missional and all these things and then this thing you know this thing happened you know the uh, the unfortunate uh, murdered which should call it what it is is not just his yeah, death he's a murder you know uh, george floyd was murdered uh, by the police and I'm, I'm not trying to sound you know um inflammatory here in of any course, in any way course, i'm just yeah. saying it how it is then this comes and now is forcing the church to uh, to think deeper about who we are and how we do things you yeah. know so we're first dealing with you know how do we function without having a building on those yeah. things and i was like how do we function in a world that is so broken and and it's so uh, in need of hope and is so messed up um and so i think the the church is being forced to um again to reevaluate what it means to be the church in the united states mm. And, and and that gives us it gives us an opportunity of course to um to find our true identity in Christ and to actually for the first time probably uh, in many 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 years to uh, to tackle these issues of race and you know and oppression and discrimination with the gospel but also with 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 an open mind um, I I don't want to talk too much because I know you have questions, but no, I think talk. that for people, for, for, for people your age, you know, guys like you that have, that a lot of you are, uh, you know, are, 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 um, are not happy with the church or yeah. kind of like, yeah, you know, I was expecting something different from the church and I never <laughs> found it in yeah. the church. And now you see this happening and you see the, uh, you know, you see the, the Christian church mobilizing for issues like this. And you go like, that, that's the kind of church that I yeah. want. Like, I don't want, I just don't want performance in the church. I don't want a good worship service, which is a good thing. Yeah. But I want a, a, um, um, a true faith and a faith mm. that is that is real, that works in the world, yeah. not only works in the church. So I think, um, you know, before we dive into the, 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 the more complex uh, situation, I think that uh, as a lesson for our churches, this is, this is probably the one of the best things that we can think of at the moment. Mm. You know, how do we, how are we going to be the the true church and have a a real faith that affects the world? Yeah, yeah. So that, that's good because I think for me, and you know this because I've been texting you and I've been you know asking you questions like that. I actually had a conversation with X yeah. too, and it was great. And you know, he was giving me a lot of a lot of good advice as well. But one of the things that X is one of our friends. Oh, yeah, so, X right? is one of our friends. You guys know that, though. You guys know that. No, um, so that that's it for me. And I think for a lot of young people, if I could speak for them as well, the first instinct is like, no, like, this is not right. And yep. I want to go do something about yep. it. I want to go. I want to go. I want to go protest. I want to, you know, write signs. And I, I want to go show that our voice is still valid. Our voice is heard. Um, I want to ask as... A Christian what should be because um, we were having a conversation earlier with Tyler and Kyle which we're gonna 
release tomorrow so watch out for that but um it's a good one it's a good one <laughs> yeah uh but he was saying like before i'm black i'm a christian right like that's that's where we find our identity and for us too before we're mexican before yeah. we're hispanic we are christians first of we course. identify ourselves in christ so for the young christian out there that's probably asking this question it's like as a christian what should be our first response in situations like this I think there is there is a, a natural response um, to situations like this with with a little bit of you know uh, anger um, with with some or maybe with a lot of anger yeah uh, maybe with with a lot of disappointment about the you know the state of our nation um, uh, and and we we may think that shoots we're Christians you know how do we how do we react to this thing yeah. like the, the the truth is um almost every time that this has happened I, I react personally with uh with pain in my heart and 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 with with some form of uh you know uh, uh, just righteous anger mm. um okay. you know not mad at people uh necessarily uh, because you know we'll be going against the teachings of Christ if we get upset with and start hating people. Yeah. But I think the the appropriate answer right at the you know right when you hear these things is to 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 have some sense of you know righteous anger in you and say this is not okay. It is not okay for uh, for people to do these things. It is it is not okay to discriminate to 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 be to, to be racist to to have prejudice prejudice against people. Mm -hmm. uh, and then the other thing that that is um, it's difficult to swallow is that we still we still have this discussion in the church. Yeah. Uh, and and that that burdens my heart. We shouldn't be having this discussion in the church about, should we support this? Should we be mm. against this? Yeah. Like, of course, you know, we, we, um, identified with the suffering Christ, yeah. uh, the Christ that walked among the poor and the, and, and, and you know, the, the marginalized and, and, and the rejected mm. and he embraced them. So that's the nature of the church as yeah. well. We walk with those that have been pushed to the margins, those that are discriminated against, um, and we embrace them. That is the nature of the gospel. This shouldn't be a discussion of, you know, what do how do we feel about this thing? That is exactly how we feel. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we feel that that is not right, uh, that, that it is not part of what we should be. And if, if anything, if we find in Jesus the, the, uh, the image of the perfect human being. Yeah. Uh, the more we become like Christ, the more we embrace the suffering, mm. the more we embrace the outcast, and, and the more we side with the, with the oppressed. And, and th that is a message that we should understand clearly, um, especially for us that, you know, myself, an immigrant, um, you know, the struggles of our immigrant community uh, and the struggles of, you know, uh, millions of immigrants that have come to the United States and have really uh, experienced discrimination and prejudice against them. Um, we should identify with, with these things and, and embrace those that are going through difficulties. So in a case like this, I think, just going back to your question, yeah, it's like yeah. th there should be some sort of a holy anger and mm. and 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 some desire to um, to do something with our lives that will change the situation. Yeah, yeah, to change the situation. I think that just goes back to. Um, I mean, w one of the things that I've been talking about this throughout this whole week is 
just recognizing and i know this might anger people but this is just how i think we as a church view it and it's i know it's very simple but i think it's just the truth of it it's that at the center of every human being there's evil inside of us there's there's sin right um and i i look at the situation and i look what that man did to george floyd and um it's sin yeah it's just sin um it's evil and i've you know as as a leader in the church i'm like no that's bad we we stand against those things and you even uh you know just in case people don't know like our god is against of course oppression (laughs) you know like let's not let's make something clear right now like god is against oppression god is against violence yes yes. and he's against injustice like this um and i think what people are confused with especially i think again going back to the younger believers um it's what do we do in a situation like Mm. this um it sometimes feel like our prayers um are not enough sometimes um even though we know that prayer is powerful and prayer is something that we need to Mm -hmm. uh, clench 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 onto right now um sometimes that's not enough and i think the question comes should we go out and should we support our brothers and sisters um in this fight right yeah. now I, I think there are several ways of supporting this so I, I don't want to necessarily um say hey you need to go out and and, and do this i mean we have to look to look at the whole situation yeah. um and and uh and be you know jesus commands us to be wise as serpents mm. you know he says be wise uh, because the children of this world are, are, are wise and they know how to, you know, move in these situations. And so I think there is a there's a principle for us in which we uh, we look at the situation with with, with spiritual eyes. Yeah. And and we ask ourselves and, and uh, probably ask the Holy Spirit to guide us. You know, how do how do I do this? Uh, how, how do I engage this situation? But Carlos, I think the the thing that is even more important than what what am I doing today? Mm. And you and I had this discussion, and I think um, it, it, this can help us uh, frame the the uh, this situation in a different way. Uh, if you see this as the only thing that you could do to end or to fight against racism and discrimination, yeah. then of course you want to jump in the boat, yeah. and, and of course you want to do everything, and yeah. of course you want to shout it out loud. But that is not the only way, the only thing that the church is supposed to do. Yeah. And I think one of the, the the things that we we said when we had our conversation was, if you haven't do, if you haven't been doing anything in the past to <laughs> to fight against you know this hatred, because yeah. at the end racism it is just it's just a form of hatred. You know it comes from from hate. Um, you could you could you could put you know, all the different terminologies in, in, in the world to, to name it. Uh, the truth is that it comes from a, a, a heart full of hate mm. towards others, which is breaking the first and most important commandment. Yeah. You know, it's like, love, love the Lord your God with all your heart and love your neighbor as yourself. Yeah. And, and so, so going back to it, if you think of it like, wow, you know, I've never done anything in my life to end or to fight against this thing, then of course you want to jump into it. And for some people, um, this is an eye opening. They're like, I didn't know this happened. Like, yeah. It's my first time and they really want to go out and they really want to say something. Um, and that is that is okay if it's done, you know, um, carefully and, and, and in, in a respectful way and also um, honoring, you know, the, the authorities that are asking for certain things. Uh, 
But the most important question is, what were you doing before this? And what are you going to be doing after mm. this? Yeah. See, we we cannot, and and uh, I hope I hope this is this is clear enough. But we cannot reduce um, the fight for social justice to this. We cannot reduce it to people protesting in the streets. Mm-hmm. As good as it may be, as 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 it may bring some results even, but to simplify it just to that, I think we will be making a huge mistake if we just say, if I do that. Um, you know, I, I, I was thinking about it and interrupt me if, I, if you need to. And, no, I want you, you know, to keep talking. Change me yeah. to another question <laughs> or whatever. But um, I was thinking about this. Sometimes in the church, um, we do these things. You know, we, um, we send money to missionaries because it's a lot easier to give them money than to go preach the gospel. Mm, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? And so, so we're like, hey, you know, we cannot go, you know, we cannot go to the ghetto, but we're going to give money to that family who wants to go over there to and the they're going to do it for us. Because they're called to do that. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. You got it right, and um, and so if we say, you know what, I am just gonna go and I'm gonna do this thing, and and it's probably gonna be, and please don't hear this. I'm not saying that going out and and uh, and standing, you know, with with your brothers and sisters is an easy thing to do. I'm not saying that. Yeah. I'm saying that that true, the true fight for social justice and the true fight to end discrimination and racism doesn't happen only today. It, it, you know, it, it has been happening before and it will continue to happen after that. And I think that if you're able to grasp that and you say, okay, this could be a good starting point for me yeah. as a way of identifying myself with the suffering, I'm going to walk as a way of identifying myself with the with the uh, with the oppressed i am going to post something online mm-hmm. but that is not my ultimate response if i make that my ultimate response then i failed the people that i'm trying to mm-hmm. support because tomorrow there's going to be something else and i'm just going to dismiss what has happened yeah. so I, I hope that this is an entry point for a lot of you guys listening to this and i hope that you feel that 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 holy righteous anger in you yeah. But I hope that you can you can switch to something greater and say, you know, well, in the past I haven't been paying attention to my neighbors, and but maybe in the future I can. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I think that that'll be something that that we could, you know, take out of the whole situation here. Yeah. And I just want to stop this for a little bit and just if you guys have any questions, um, if you guys are watching, I don't know how many people are watching right now. Um, if you have questions, please comment and then Vanessa will tell us and then she'll interrupt us very politely. And, That's uh, very cool. and um, she uh, she can tell us and maybe we can try to attempt to answer them. Um, but you said something very important and I, I, I want to touch on that, that if you haven't been doing something beforehand um, and you want to jump into that, that's cool. But what will you do tomorrow? What will you do um, in the next couple of weeks? Because I think I've seen this trend, um, and I think we've, we've all seen it, where this something becomes popular. Right. Um, it becomes a trend, unfortunately, and, and and this is becoming a trend for, for the good. I mean, I think yeah. all across the 50 states of the United States of America, people have been protesting and then right. also it has gone overseas to other countries where people are saying black lives matter yeah. of course they matter of black course. lives do matter yeah. and we st- we stand with our black brothers and sisters right um but another thing that we were ha- another com- part of the conversation that we were having was we truly with our whole heart believe that this change and what we can do is through the local church 
this is part of the change that we need to see that it's through the local church that oppression god will use that uh, oppression will like no more exist and injustice and violence will no longer exist through the local church so maybe you want to touch a yes, little bit on that yeah you gave me the goosebumps when you said that <laughs> because um it, it runs so deep into when to what we are as believers you know we are we have an incarnational faith uh, that's why you know COVID 19 hit us so hard because it, it removed the incarnational mm. part we weren't able to touch to, and yeah, see yeah. you know we weren't able to to break the bread and and, and smell the, the cup we weren't able to to see each other faces because we are an incarnational faith yeah. and, and and because of that um you know in the local church is is the uh it, it it's it's the body of Christ in a community. Yeah, it is. It is truly the body of Christ. We cannot just, you know, um, you know, think of this as a, as a as a nice doctrine to believe in. We are the body of Christ, yeah. and because we are the body of Christ, we are the hope of the world in mm-hmm. our communities. And so, um, you know, yes, we are, you know, upset for what is happening, but we need to think about. What have we been doing in our communities to mm-hmm. to incarnate the gospel before? You know, have we looked around and see uh, the discrimination that is that is there all the time, the prejudice, the systemic oppression, you know, the uh, the unfairness of life, the injustice, the poverty, the drug addiction, the brokenness of families? Have we looked around our our communities and and uh, and have we been able to see how God's heart is breaking for that? Uh, that is what the local church local church does best that we are a a foretaste of the kingdom of god mm. we've talked about this yeah. before it's a little theological you know thing but but yeah. we are we are indeed a foretaste of the kingdom you know we we are like a flash card of the kingdom of god <laughs> uh, or how do you call that a flash yeah uh, yeah something like that you know like <laughs> like one of those one of those um i think um, you said it before like uh I think you had that great analogy where it's like a preview. Yeah, it's, it's a preview. It's like a preview. Like in a movie. Yeah, like in a movie. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And we, we're also, the local church is also the the alternate humanity that, mm. that Christ uh, has set up in the world through his blood and through his sacrifice, his death, his victorious resurrection, his ascension mm. to the heavens. When all this happened, when, when all this you know, this, this realities from above were fulfilled in and through Christ. And when he ascended into the heaven, he left a, a body of people to become what Paul calls in Ephesians 2, a new humanity. He says to the uh, Jews and the Gentiles, he says, before you were separated by religion and, and, and customs and culture, but because of the blood of Christ, he made you a new humanity. Mm-hmm. So we are, in fact, the alternative humanity that God has set up in the world, a foretaste of the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. And so if it doesn't happen among us it's not going to happen outside of us mm. and so um the social movements like like what is what is happening today are great to open people's eyes and we should be willing to say i support that you know i'm i'm, I'm willing to be there if that's necessary but as important as being there it is also important to recognize your place in the community as the body of christ yeah. and as the um the 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 new humanity mm. that Jesus has set up in this world. Do you do we want to see the end of injustice? 
then we need to end it among us mm-hmm. and in our communities. Do we want to see the end of racism? Then we got to start right here. Do we need to end, you know, discrimination and prejudice and favoritism? Then we got to do it in the church yeah. before uh, before we affect the powers to yeah. be. Now, the powers of this world, yeah. you know, by that I mean government and, and all, you know, the social construction, yeah. all those things are absolutely no match for Jesus Christ. Mm. Right? Mm. He'll bring them down in, in a split of a second. <laughs> there is no question that our Lord is the king of, the, of creation, right? Mm. Um, and, but he has chosen his church to work through or in a way that is consistent with both nature and character of Christ. Mm -hmm. He is the suffering Messiah. Mm -hmm. He conquered the world through the cross. He suffered. He paid the price through a life of love and compassion and justice and suffering to the end. And that is what we're called to do, right? And so, uh, how could how could you how could you bring these two together? Yeah. That's the the part that is really tricky because it you is. do want to do something, yes, of course, and 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 then you say like, yeah, I want to do that, but don't make that your ultimate response to this situation because the the problem is much much bigger than just uh, what you see today. Mm-hmm. And we're thankful that a lot of people are are doing what they're doing today, and we are praying for them. We're supporting, you know. But it is it is a lot more complex than that. Yeah. And it begins right here with the with the local church that is the hope of the world. Yeah, yeah, that's good. I don't know if there's any questions. No, people are like, no, this is good. Just keep no, talking. Let's keep going. I, I think that's what it is. <laughs> amen, amen, amen. That's what people are putting. <laughs> We're no, either talking too much or or uh, yeah. we don't know. Or you're or you're answering all the questions. Well, maybe maybe, maybe we that's are. What it is. That's what it is. No and. And no, no, I I agree wholeheartedly, and I love that because, I you know as I as I battle through this as, I know a lot of people are battling through it, and and some somehow like some, some people are battling with this, and like let's just go, let's just go, let's go do it, and then others are in silence right now. Yeah. Um, I was looking at a post the other day, and it was by this rapper that I I really like. And he was just like, sometimes people just need to be in silence to yeah. kind of be with God and yeah. really just process everything. But a lot of people are saying, no, you can't be silent right now. Yeah. And, you know, I get that. I get both sides to mm-hmm. that. Um, and I think you're right. As the church, we need to speak up. We need to say something right now. We got to say, yes, like God doesn't like oppression and injustice. He's again, he hates like what Michael was yeah. saying today. He hates racism right. mm-hmm. he used the word hate yeah. and i think that's correct he mm. does he abhors it it's yeah. sin yeah. i mean at the end of the day it's sin um and i think that's where we're going towards as a society but you're right this is not going to be the end because there's still the heart of the issue is still that evil it's still a, a sinful man and we need to repent yeah. as not only a society but it starts with you yeah it starts with the one, right? right? And you know, in, in, in situations like this, Carlos, I think um, it's it's really easy to make um, uh, assumptions about about what other people are saying or thinking or not saying or thinking. Yeah. Um, you know, I know that's, that that a lot of a lot of young people are are being pressured uh, just by the culture to say something or to post something. 
some others are being pressured by friends to say like why aren't you saying anything why didn't you speak up when you needed to be um and i i will cautious um in you know with that kind of behavior because i think that it is not the time to point fingers and say why aren't you doing anything first because um we really don't know who is doing what mm. you know i know people that are very quiet uh, even in this church, in our church, that are very quiet, that wouldn't yeah. say much, that don't even have social media contact, yeah. and they're out there in the community, um, mm. you know, supporting people, mentoring kids, working with others, um, and and uh, and and then if somebody says, "Well, I didn't hear you post anything the past week," uh, you are part of the problem, and you think like, "Okay, I think you're making an assumption," and all assumptions um, are wrong in a sense <laughs> uh, and, and so what 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 we can say what i can say uh to encourage you is like um if you are if you are uh, obeying god's first commandment to love him and to love others yeah. and and to show that love through your um through your interaction with with people um you know, I remember many, many years ago, uh, we used to work for the Salvation Army, my wife and I. And, you know, yeah. Salvation Army is always, always in this movement of, you know, helping people and this and that. And, and there was at the time of their, um, of, of their beginnings, um, um, they were, there were so many people that were accepting Christ as a savior. Uh, and a lot of these people came from, you know, um, from broken families, from alcoholism, yeah. from prostitution. And, and, and there were so many, like thousands, that, you know, um, they were just having, you know, uh, you know, worship services and then sending people back to work in, in, oh, wow. in, in ministry. And, so like, and, and, and other people in the church complained um, that the, the Salvation Army people weren't being trained uh, well and that they weren't even practicing, you know, uh, doing, doing good, good practices like oh, wow. baptisms and yeah. things like that. And and then um, uh, another person, a, a, a writer, said, "Well, maybe they don't. They're not doing that because they don't have time for that right now. They're so busy preaching the gospel." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and a lot of you guys are silenced because you've been so busy proclaiming the gospel in word and in truth. You don't have time for other things, right? Um, so what I want to say is like, um, don't don't feel pressure just because this is something that is happening. Uh, th there is. It, it's of course. And this is the fine line that yeah, we walk. Of, of course. course, the church is a prophetic voice. Yeah. Uh, of course, we, we lift our voices and say, that is wrong. But that is not our, our last or ultimate response. It is a life of sacrifice yeah. for the less fortunate, for the marginalized, for the oppressed. And if we're doing that, believe me, even if you don't post anything online, right? Mm -hmm. If you're if you're doing that, if you're engaging with with young people and you're you're mentoring people in 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 communities that are at risk, if you're visiting schools and and you're having friends from other races and from other you know groups, um, and you don't have time to post anything online, you're fine. <laughs> you're okay. <laughs> Keep doing what you're doing. If you don't have time for the things, yeah. but uh, but this for some of you this this is a beginning. So so do something and and then just continue loving people. Yeah, I think I think the biggest thing is um, when we talk about it in our youth group all the time, it's that we're such a media driven generation where it's like your life is online. Yeah. So what that means is, is that if you and I 
ran and we we like to run now right because you're a beast when you run yeah, right uh, yeah <laughs> may uh, run like a beast probably <laughs> <laughs> but it's like if you don't if you don't post that you just ran five miles yeah. did you really do it yeah exactly and i think it, it kind of goes back to the same thing where it's like if you are i don't i i hesitate to use it but like social activist or um you are fighting for your community mm-hmm. um if you're not posting that are you actually doing yeah. that? And I know we've heard it so many times, but I think also I hear the other side where it's like, no, like I think it, it is good to post. I yeah. think it is good to post and just to show your support. So I see both sides. And I think right now people just need to hear that affirmation. Um, people just need to hear that. Um, hey, if you've been doing this for a time, um, hey, you're okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think that's the most important thing yeah. that, that we can uh, point to right now um that's literally all my questions you nailed all of them i've skipped my first one which was what was your immediate response to the recent news um so maybe you want to touch on that and then yeah again i think I, I i said a little bit of that um um i feel deeply these these things as as any christian should uh and, and here i'm not you know making a general comment about what Christians should or should not do. I think uh, the the righteous um, anger that we feel when something like this happens is just a natural thing. So when I when I heard of it immediately my heart broke. I can't um, I can't see these things without crying. Uh, it runs so deep in, in you know in in my heart um, because we're we're part of a community that has experienced a lot of these things. Uh, you know, we've we've heard hundreds of stories of our people going yeah. through, maybe not through the same situation, but through injustice and through suffering and through yeah. trials. And so our our hearts. And if you if you don't know us, if you don't know our church, um, you you may not know this, but our hearts are tender for these things. Our hearts are really soft. If we talk about these things, uh, we end up crying, and we end up, you know, we end our, you know, you know, crying our eyes, you know, in, in, to God, in in crying, you know, in crying out in prayer to Him. Uh, it's a constant prayer in every, I would say, in every worship service that we have. Yeah. It's our prayer for God to end these things and to open the way for a new, for a new uh, season in our country. So of course, you know, when I when I heard the first time, I was I was appalled. I was you know saddened. I was you know angry, um, and 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 then after a moment of that, you know, it begins to happen what it always happens. Uh, I don't know when you read the book, you know, the book of Psalms, you you encounter this thing over and over again. People go go uh, with this reaction about what is happening in the world. Yeah. They go like, oh, God, I don't understand this and yeah. that. And then and then at some point, you know, in the midst of the psalm or something like that, he goes like, but I look up to the heavens. Yeah. And I realize that our God is on the throne. And then I realize that this is not forever. And so so I go back to the hope of this world, which is Jesus Christ. Mm. Um, nothing else. No, um, as good as an education is, as good as more money and a good economy is, none of these things are going to solve the 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 rottenness in in the fabric of our society. It is the gospel of Jesus Christ that is going to actually make a new humanity. And so, going to that, you know, I feel really sad and I and and and, and upset. And um, you know, I, I really want to like say something to someone. Yeah. And then I remember, you know, mm-hmm. I remember. Um, or Christ, our 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 God, 
our Lord Jesus walked in silence to the cross, mm-hmm. right? He um, he was muted as he faced his oppressors. He hung on the cross. He said a few words, um, mostly about forgiveness and caring and, and hope for the oppressed. Um, you know, he still embraced the thief on, on his side and he still gave him hope. Um, and he forgave his his killers right on the spot. Yeah. Right. So I think our march, if we could make a, you know, a parallel with Jesus's march, uh, our march is is one of um, of a prophetic silence, a prophetic, you know, suffering, a prophetic um, joining hands with the with those that suffer. Um, when I when we started this, and I know we're about to to end now. When we started this conversation, I said we enter this with with humility in our hearts, with brokenness, because we truly don't understand. I truly don't understand yeah. the pain of my um, of my brothers and sisters from you know uh, that are African American that have been here for centuries, experiencing these things. I, but I'm trying to understand. I'm trying to uh, walk, you know, with mm-hmm. with. Uh, with with them with our brothers and sisters um and i think beyond that what i want to see is um i i i've said this before to a friend i said this is not an a this is not uh, an aggression against uh black americans this is an aggression about the children of god this mm. is an aggression uh, you know against the the bearers of of god's image and as 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 soon as we were able to see that, this is, this is not a thing about black people. This is not a thing about, you know, African-Americans or a thing about race. This is, this is a, a, um, a, an aggression against God's creation, mm. God's human creation, yeah. the, the crown of his creation. And, and so, uh, you know, if we see that, it was like, yeah, of course it is against a specific group of people but beyond that it is an offense to our holy god yeah and he will demand um you know from those who have blood in their hands justice at the end yeah. so when i say that i don't mean that god wa- that i want god to you know burn them in the <laughs> fires of hell yeah, yeah, what yeah. i'm saying is i want them to experience god's final judgment which is repentance i am like you a recovering racist Mm. because we all are we all have prejudice and we all have something in our hearts that's the evil that is in our hearts and i have experienced god's ultimate judgment in my life which is repent and believe in the gospel he condemned me to that (laughs) (laughs) and by condemning me to repent he gave me life and so i hope that people that are listening to us that are struggling with with this idea of superiority and this idea of you know of race and stuff like that hey there is enough grace in the throne of jesus for you right at this moment and what you're going to find there is forgiveness and love and compassion and you will see yourself just as you are and you will hate it but he will embrace you and will break you and heal you again so i hope that whatever you are in your life at this moment, you will embrace the call of Jesus for, for you. It's, it's, it's repentance. Amen.
Yeah. Amen. And I think with that, we're going to, we're going to end. Um, so we love you guys. Um, Hey, if you guys are struggling or if you guys have any questions, further questions, please let us know. We're here for you. You have my number, you have Pastor Tony's number. Uh, we love you guys so much. And just to end off on, on that note, you are seen, you are known, and you are loved. Uh, remember those words and, and just know that, that God is here and he's listening. Yeah. Pastor Tony, do you want to end off? Before you, before we end, I just want to say that um, I'm, I'm proud of, of you guys and what you're doing and how you're engaged in this situation. I think you're paving the way for future generations and even for us as immigrant you know, Christians. Yeah. Uh, you're paving the way to understand these issues, be- issues better and to actually continue to do something yeah. uh, to end you know, this, this uh, huge evil in our society. So thank you guys. Uh, our younger younger <laughs> guys for for stepping up and doing what is right in the yeah. eyes of the Lord. So Praise the Lord. All right. Thank you guys.